Welcome to Nameless Debate Radio, where radioactivity is contagious. It's probably true. It's, I, it's I have a question that's not quite related. It, it's funny, it's probably true because you guys like have a higher chance to reach truth because you're lower in the homosexualityisms. <laughs> you tickle me. Okay, Although, conversation, you go. make the argument that um, the fact that he wouldn't say it definitely is true means he's a little gay. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. This may mean that the Kinsey scale, right, is the objective measurement of whether or not somebody can achieve truth. <laughs> so, so this, is, this is like an unrelated question, but I think it's important. What, what do you guys think about not having the emoji in the names of the VCs? Because it, the user bot doesn't, can't summon Craig if they have emoji. Ah, um, that's an Achilles question to me because personally, I couldn't be fucked. No, sounds good to me. Like it's so annoying having to type them anyway, man. Can't you like remove the? Hmm. Like even no no even if I get the user bot to type the emoji, Craig's just like, what the fuck room is that? So what the so basically the bot's like, oh shit, this channel has emojis. I'm sorry, I have taste. No, you're getting it wrong then. <laughs> no, because I run the exact command by hand and it runs the exact command and is identical and Craig works for me and does not work for it. Mm-hmm. And it's a user, not a bot. No, but when you copy an emoji, it does this weird thing where like I'm not copying it. I'm I'm using the text. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, does the text have the emoji in it? Yep. It renders it perfectly fine. It's as if nah, you're it's, doing there's it wrong. nothing wrong. Go look. Look in fucking mod chat, dude. Hey, I want to grab something, and then I want to talk about the difference between certainty and confidence. Okay. No, not mod chat. I mean dev chat. Yeah. Um, are you guys up for that conversation? Certainty and uh, confidence. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But not now. After I grab something. You grab that Sounds thing. Good to me. Cool. You should run with that one though, Matt. Uh, we should probably wait till it gets back. It's just semantics. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, before we were so rudely interjected upon, I I think I was coming around. Dante thought I was talking to him. Uh, no, I was giving you love. Oh, I love you, bud. So yeah, I was basically coming around to the summary that I generally tend to try to see the best in the people that I surround myself with, uh, especially digitally, because we don't even really need to tolerate people we don't like digitally. We have the option of muting or blocking or unfollowing or all the other different ways that we don't have to kind of, I don't be reminded of people that we don't want to be around. So, 
for me, I just think that there's a lot more value to try to find the uh, the silver lining in each other's reasons for talking to each other, the truths that we're trying to express, the feelings even. Like intellectuals generally tend to scrub feelings because they cloud the uh, what is it? They cloud the conversation from being the perceived ability at getting to the objective core of things. But I found that you can incorporate feelings just at least a little bit in a way that helps satisfy that subjective itch that we have that usually isn't interested in the reductionist approach. Because I didn't have any interest in reductionism for a long time. I actually kind of tried to reject it. <laughs> and then uh, when I saw how ubiquitous it could be, that's when I started to realize that there was a way that you could kind of satiate the emotional underpinnings of why we speak about things, why we even bother to open our mouths. Um, it's usually because there's a feeling underneath it. Sorry, that was a bit shotgunny. Oh my god, you use that term as well. <laughs> you use that? Like Chris had, no, no, I just had someone else use it real recently. It seemed like, like Chris a, was going to say something. A spray. Yeah, go for it, Chris. Cut me off here. What? <laughs> That's right. Oh, is my mic on? Yeah. Oh, uh, is that background noise? No. Tell us something awesome. Um. So. Uh, well, I think it's awesome, but you guys probably don't give a shit. Um, there's this CTF that I'm doing. A CTF is like a it's like a sort of programming challenge where they like hide stuff in the code, and you have to try and find it. Nice. Um, and yeah, this this version is actually like a game. It's like built with vulnerabilities in it. And um, one of the puzzles has 32 inputs, and it's like a logic puzzle. And so there's like 2 billion combinations or something. Jeez. Yeah. And what do you do with all that? Um, you have to try and solve it, basically. How do you go about you solving like, something like that? Um, well, I'm still not entirely certain. <laughs> um, so far, what I've <laughs> You're not explaining like, the game properly, you piece of shit. <laughs> Well, have you given it a go then? Are you fucking stoned? <laughs> you are, are you? Do not accuse me of such things. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, the idea is like the game is like built to have all of these vulnerabilities, right? Okay. Um, and so, like, the quests that you're doing require that you figure out how to cheat to get them done most of the time. Oh, yeah, that's like, kind of cool. It's basically, it's impossible to beat the game without cheating. Wow, that's interesting. Mm. So the idea is that they have, like, <clears throat> they allow you to cheat, but then they've gone to, like, significant lengths to make it difficult to figure out how to cheat in such a way to do what you need to do, right? Like, you can cheat in a whole bunch of ways, but how do you cheat 
in such a way that you can complete the mission. Like what's required of you, you know what I mean? Yeah, what's and, an advanta- advantageous way to cheat. Uh-huh. And the okay. mission's like, like, it seems like you're going to get it. And then, like, all of a sudden, there'll be, like, some bullshit piece, like, information that you know nothing about. So, like, one of them is, like, you have to kill, like, some boss, right? And it's, like, you eventually, like, figure out how to do lots of damage quickly. And it's, like, yeah, okay, cool. And you get it down to, like, half health. And it just uh-huh. immediately regenerates completely. <laughs> That's annoying. Like, you got to do something else. Like, you can't actually beat it by fighting. And then, um, there was another you one. Watch, where, like, you can't. You can't beat it just by directly fighting it, by the way it seems, anyway. What do you have to do? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Some indirect, like, maybe you have to walk it yeah. off a cliff or something. No, you yeah. probably have to, like, uh, like figure out how to shrink its health a lot so you can one-hit it. Well, Ooh. that's what I was thinking, right? And I was like, okay, I'll write uh, a script to that. Um, so I captured all the network packets for all, like, a bunch of different shit. And then I'm running it through a proxy. Like that I built, um, and so that nice. way I can inject the packets. And so, like, I captured like the packets of like firing this like sniper rifle and reloading. And so you can just like inject the packets and like a bang, 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 like rapid fire it and reload it like with a script. But um, yeah, it just regened its health. So I'm thinking like maybe like it's sending its health through, and like there's probably a check to stop um, its health, like going below zero like you can't just change its health to zero or something but what i'm thinking maybe is like uh so in age of empires um there's this mod called 256 tech mod and like it allows you to research um any of the technologies up to 256 times okay but um if you like research some of them too many times because it's a 32-bit game um you end up with an integer overflow which and means so basically um so Generally, if you have a signed integer, like one, the the last bit determines whether it's positive or negative. Hence, the, like, oh. that's what the signed bit means. Okay. okay. And Dude, so, that um, is so clever. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that. So, um, yeah. If if the very end bit is a one, that means it's like negative, right? Okay. And so if you if you like are filling it up more and more and more, and then you get up to that thirty. Well, like I'm not sure that would be actually that many. It would be smaller, but like yeah, say you get up to like that sixteenth bit, right? Okay. Or you're in the fifteenth, and you need to go one more than that, right? Okay. So then it flips it, and it flips that bit, and all of them go back to zero, right? Because, like, if that's how it counts. Do you know, like do you understand our like basic binary counting? Uh, somewhat, like, but you feel free to expand on that. Yeah, so, so I'll give like an example of like say say it has four bits, right? Okay. So um the first bit determines if it's positive or negative, and then you've got three more bits. Mm-hmm. So say you got so you you're counting through, you got like one, then like one zero, then one one, then uh-huh. one zero zero, then one zero one, then one one zero, uh-huh. and then you hit one one one. Uh-huh. And if you try and count more than that, then it goes one zero 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 so that signed bit went from a zero to a one which now means it's negative and so in age of mm. empires when, when your health that signed bit gets flipped you go from having like fifty thousand health to having negative fifty thousand health and all of a sudden all of your buildings die <laughs> whoa okay so you're thinking of doing some kind of bil- so, bit flip yeah, to may- the maybe oh. like instead of like trying to kill it i'll like try and like 
heal it or something. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, That's such dude. a clever idea, man. That is. I don't know. Like, killing dude, how, it didn't work. So. How do you guys... Like, how did you start learning all of this? Um, well, I've sort of not really been knowing too much what I'm doing. But you've been like... Um, no, the game yeah, is built like, so that you discover clues. Yeah, yeah. So no, like, no, I um, get that, but like, did you just dive into this kind of bit flipping? I mean, he's he's a programmer, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've got okay, programming so. background, and like, um, and so, so like, capture of, the flag is like trying to find like hidden bits in the code. Yeah, they hide flags um, in there, and often they'll be like leet speak or something like that, just because they can, you know. Hmm. So it's a programming challenge sort of thing. And he's talking about this specific version of the challenge, which is instantiated into a game. Like, yeah, yeah that, a game. That sounds like a fun way to learn, too. Because yeah. we're, we're trying to get my, my oldest son into programming because he shows an interest in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I just want to have him spend some time with you guys somehow, someday. Once he gets like a, a base enough to understand the language, yeah, um, it seems like you guys. What, like a first generation language or something like that, where he would just at least be able to kind of hold <laughs> no, it in that, a pocket. That was a meme, man. Oh, okay, guys. <laughs> something that comes first, though, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's probably like One something second. like fun. Just enough to get a base. Yeah. I think Python like is a pretty good starting language. It's it's like a little bit different, like other like object oriented ones, but it's like a real good starting point. Okay, I'll keep that in mind then. And so like it, it's good because like you can go from like starting off really simple to like the there's so many like libraries and stuff for it that you can do like almost anything now. Yeah, I mean. I think it's pretty much the language that you're going to need to know somehow in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, a lot of the machine learning stuff is written in Python, like with TensorFlow, um, like just heaps of stuff is moving towards it. Cool. Well, that's what I'll, I'm going to aim them in that direction then at the very least. Yeah. Like for, for the lower level stuff, it's written like in more lower level languages, but like that's if you're like more near the hardware level, not unless like a lot more specialized, basically. Uh, so, what is this that Matt just is he memeing me? First generation, okay. Program, okay. So, first generation programming language, 1GL, basic <laughs> <laughs> grouping. Of programming languages that are machine level languages. Oh, sorry, the bot's not running at the moment. I'm running. So hang on. I'll. I'll God damn it. That's cool. So, no, he he some... read the Google search link anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I made a joke about a first generation language. Uh huh. But you were talking about like the meta language, like the vernacular you used to describe it. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, but a first-level language, a first-generation uh, programming language is, like, binary sort of stuff. Okay, yeah, and that's what, like, if you knew how to speak binary, you would be able to kind of make your way through, I guess, everything in one form or another? Um, well, the way computers work is well, that... Generally, generally uh, like, that will get turned back into what yeah. is called assembly. Assembly? 
Yeah, and so okay. the way that sort of works is that it's it's like a very low level, and so the the instructions that you're working with are the same instructions the machine work with, except that instead of like having to like read like hex like a a seven d and I'm <laughs> yeah. like knowing like that instruction means like jump like it, right. it just says like jmp and like so it's still the like the hardware level instructions but it's just like the the it's, each command has like a, a flag like an instruction like mm-hmm. a pointer like that um like signifies like do this instruction yeah so you have like instruction number one extract yeah and so instead of just like being the numbers it converts it into something that's a bit more human readable but that's cool and then like every generation of, of language above that is like again uh, like a small jump in like the complexity of what what you're referring to when you use the commands yeah so is that then where you get into like java and python and c++ and oh, all that those are what generation are those first generation programming language doesn't have an image What the heck? So this is like, this is what I wanted to talk about, right? Because I think that there is like, there is a bit of like a, a distinction, right? To to be made. Um, you have, so I think that like, you guys are probably aware of how philosophy like, like has, has like, the normative understanding um and i've talked with nsync about this about oh philosophy is like just your ideas in like some very like like very vague way right like oh you have a philosophy i have a philosophy blah 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 but it's like distinct from like the actual subject of philosophy right uh are you are you saying like the way that most people in like the common kind of understanding, of, yeah. The common understanding of what people mean when they say philosophy is yeah. distinct from the subject of philosophy. Yes. Like well, when people say, "Oh, I have a theory," and right. they're just—it's just something that they're thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't mean a scientific theory or like something that's. No, they just don't even mean rigor. They just mean like a passing thought. Yes. Or a suspicion of who's dating who. Um, yeah, yeah. My my point is is that it seems to me like that's the case with certainty. Hmm. So, like, that's why I think that like a lot of people have made the distinction between certainty and absolute certainty. Okay. Okay. So, like, if certainty, like. If if certainty like is used by a lot of people to mean confidence, saying absolute certainty is like like a way of distinguishing that for like the lay people. I mean, yeah, but it's also redundant. No, I understand. Like, but but I think that sometimes redundancy can be useful if it like furthers the understanding. Or I could just tell them, as I always do, that what they mean is confidence. <laughs> yeah. Though, it's like, say, say, like, 
say you're doing like a lecture, right? And you're not getting feedback. You won't know that they're like misunderstanding. And if you know that like a lot of people will misunderstand, it may not be like the most, it may not be like the best choice. That... No, but that's what I'm saying is because I would use the word confident, not certainty in the like, um, Yo. what would you say? Um, not certainty to mean confidence? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use certainty in that colloquial sense. So if I was giving a lecture, people couldn't be confused about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. I mean, you. I guess you'd have to use confidence, though. Yeah, but that's what I would always use because that's what I mean, right? Like, but w but in that lecture, like, would you be talking about confidence? If when I when I said I was certain of something, I would either say I am almost certain, or I would say I am very confident. Those are the two positions available to me as an and as as an epistemologically aware individual. Yeah. So, certainty, if I'm just reading through the dictionary uh, with Apple. Shoot, why is it so echoey? Because Dark Master has his mic. Ah. Okay, does that show up in the recording? Uh, yeah, it does, unfortunately. Damn, okay. Apologies. Well, let's see. Firm conviction that something is the case, the quality of being reliably true, the general air of confidence... Uh, the fact that is definitely true, or an event that is definitely going to take place. Right. So the the like, so the classical denotative is just like you think X is objectively true, insofar yeah, as what's actually is. true, but yeah. in the sense that it couldn't be wrong. Yeah. Um. Like it's not it, as simple as like you think X is actually true. It's you think X is actually true, and you think you couldn't be wrong about it. Mm. I, I guess I'm just wondering if, like... Without doubt. Right, yeah. where, like... So, you could have a lecture where, like, maybe, maybe, like, you conclude with saying X is certain, right? But, like, when you, you just say maybe do it in such a way where you don't talk about, like, the stuff you're confident in. What do you mean? Like, I'm I'm just sort of thinking of like what scenarios could you talk about that um would exclude you talking about confidence but include you talking about certainty. No, but if you had to talk about certainty, you would say I'm almost certain that X is the case. Mm hmm Which is a confident way to put, I guess the it, well, proposition. If you would say I would say it's a, a humble way to put yeah. a certain position. Yeah. <laughs> now, in sync, where would you say where would you say the arcane falls insofar as being uh, with certainty? The arcane is in what the existence of it, like existence itself. No, but like. How certain existence itself is. So, I cannot fathom the way that it could be false. There is no. 
Like, in my personal opinion, there is no way. I'm about as sure of that as I have ever been of any fact in my entire life. And I, I'm, I'm confident that the amount of confidence that I invest in the proposition is equivalent to, like, what it's due. And I think that, like, the like, proposition... Right, so, yeah, so you have you have what could perhaps be described as maximal confidence. Yes. But but my question is, is would that reach the benchmark of certainty for you? No. Okay. I would be almost certain. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, look, in terms of, like, the existence like, like, of something, I am basically certain, but... Right, but I you're not, like, certain... Right, but I you're can't... not, like, at that specific point. I understand. Yeah, yeah. I just... No, but I just don't know how... I could ever be certain because even if I feel certain rationally, I understand that based on what I am, as in subjectivity, that is a claim that isn't available to me. No, yeah, I know because yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I think I think we all agree with that. Like, we're trying to use people tools to like solve stuff. That's, yeah. Like, with, mm-hmm. like, like, to to solve yeah, stuff. So like, that, like, if you ask for my people tool answer, I am certain. If you're yeah. asking for my philosophical answer, I understand that certainty isn't a reasonable thing to hold. So I'm really, really confident. Yeah, it's almost like you're, there's a pyramid and whatever would be what we want to call absolute certainty or that which would justify absolute certainty uh, is at the very tip of the pyramid. Uh, the level of confidence that we could have is you know, the step or two down from that place. Uh, that you could jump up into it for a practical moment's use of that kind of yeah, moment. like we construct the notion of like that that benchmark, and then we're saying that we're like below that, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that we don't need to like sit in that chair or that throne uh, for you know all time because it's really hold on. I have an argument against this, right? So, so like you guys don't have like certainty so therefore like why should you do anything (laughs) (laughs) um it's it's actually it's it's it actually is sort of funny so i've actually heard InSync talk about this quite a bit but i don't think we've actually talked about this directly probably not i think that we basically agree anyway and that's what i've suspected i i mean like i'm well okay i am confident that we basically agree on this. Okay. But I was less confident before, and now I am more confident. Hmm. I like that. I like and that. I like the, uh, the kind of slow inching towards uh, the space where we could all kind of sit here and pat each other on the back and say, hey, guys, yeah, we figured it all out. We're the dudes that did it. Um, <laughs> But even then, if we ever did actually get to that place and we could see things as they truly were, uh, for me, I have a high standard in terms of what I would expect out of a person that stood in such a position. And namely, I would, like, I would, I, I would kind of expect that any one of us could kind of extemporaneously speak on any subject that had facts. For that me, could be to like, accept something as certain... I would have to like literally be forced to do so. Hmm. I think. Um, 
but I, I I don't know of like how that could happen. And like you know, a gunpoint kind of force? Um, no, no, no. I mean, because in that case, like, I wouldn't be forced to accept it. I would just be. Forced I mean, maybe, to maybe if you like, like say I accept it. Maybe hmm. if you transcend your form. Go on. You know, like if somehow you gained access to all of the information that was. Yeah. Like mentally, I don't know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, nice way to yeah, put maybe, it too. Yeah, maybe, yeah but yeah, that man. force would still be necessary because like you'd have to like... No, but I'm saying that would force you. That, you have that. that would force you. Having That's access the force. to the rest of the information, yeah. And you wouldn't really be you at that point. You would be a thing that remembers like a earthly incarnation, so to speak. Yeah, that's accurate. Um, yeah, I would be well. First of all, let me say, if that were to happen to me, I would be totally fine with it. Same, yeah. Um, but, well, but I second, mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't have any attachment to the idea that there was something to be upset about. It. Exactly, that's perfect. Yeah, but like, if I had a choice right now to to like jump into that, I think I probably would because I I don't think I have any attachment to like the state that I am in now, and um. What I was just going to say afterwards is, like, so if you did have access to, like, all information, um, like, what would need to be built into that process, I think, would be forcing you to, it, like, it, it would have to force you, I think, to, um, to, to, to um, accept certainty in, insofar as, like, the, the way that stuff is makes you think that like that would have to be like a necessary component which i think it would like i think it would logically be but like i'm just saying that you would have to have that like for sure but i think i think think what i was saying though is that i think like logically it would be a necessary component yeah 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 i agree with that it's it's kind of like you can't not know what is known if you are the sum total of all knowledge as it is informationally relating to itself yeah if you can know you know all that there is to know which we as subjects cannot None then this, you would yeah. be forced to be certain yeah and it would be an inescapable kind of experience that i would think like if we were to just um okay so i'm going to just call that space of knowledge that we're gesturing at the idea that humans generally have tried to call god and then they worship that space as if it's a real thing or that some other thing has to embody that in order for it to be a possibility or potentiality i i think that that's an unnecessary conflation that happens when thinking and the kind of meta version of it thinking about our thinking tries to get behind itself and say but what is that like we're we're just asking the question what is it what is it to know what is it to be and what is it to have the evidence of that so self-evident that you would never doubt it that you're just inescapably in that feedback loop that would be like an experience of a limited perception in eternity, somewhat trying to break free from that echo chamber is the only thing that's coming to mind.
And it's an interesting way to put it. it. I I don't look at eternity as this thing that is experientially possible. Like like you can only experience eternity with limits, and from the bottom up, so to speak, from what we're doing right now. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. Um. Without like, so would anybody like to go into like a private call and talk about my worldview document as like I'm writing it? I'm down to talk uh, about it here. A bit, a bit, yeah. Well, yeah, we could talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, just... like not not to do it so like um, uh, on the spot, but like to talk through any things that are like troubling or confusing or things that could be worded mm-hmm. better. Or... Mm, I mean, I sort of like conflate the two. Not not like so 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 so. What I mean is like. It's, it's like, as I'm, like, thinking, like, it seems like as I've been thinking about writing this thing, right, mm-hmm. I've been, like, like, writing, like, a little bit, and then, like, I'll be, like, oh, wait, but what about this thing? And then, like, I want to talk to it, with, like, about somebody, like, in the immediate. Yeah. Okay. And, then, and then, like, another thing is, like, maybe I won't want to, like, write something about X, but I may want to put, like, a note about X. Okay. Or at least think through it enough to where you're like satisfied that you've explored it enough. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know if it's good to have on recording because like, like it's like it lacks. I'm not like, sure the that context. I agree with that though. I well, think the context do, do you, okay. is like you say. Let me ask you this. Hold on. Let me ask you this. Do you think that like the lack of like context would be a problem? No, because you just clarified that there is a lack of context, giving it context. Mm, yeah, but it doesn't give like the context that's necessary for people to. But like, that's irrelevant. That just makes people curious. I think I don't. No, I don't agree with that. I I think that's accurate. Like when it comes to working out like what you think about the world, it's a dialogic process, and other people can learn yeah. from our conversations, and that's what we're aiming to do. With no, sure, sure, but like. I think that like more people, right, would probably want to like know like what I'm basing certain things off of that no, like I've like, already uh, addressed yeah. prior. But that's not the point. The point is right. that when the document is done, they can look in the document for that. The point is that working it out is an informative process. Yeah, I'm I don't disagree. I just think It's interesting that, like, to listen to. It helps other people understand. Yeah, but I think that the interest may be less, like considerably less. I don't think that that is enough. Yeah, but I don't think that's enough to justify not recording it. Yeah, and even if it's just interesting to one person, the the objective isn't more people. It's just that (laughs) one extra person can understand the thing that we're all doing better, yes, and maybe Mm -hmm. offer a new perspective that we didn't didn't see. Because technically, the more minds you add to this pile the more complex and kind of convoluted it can be. The more mm. people in the pie. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, the more can... people isn't necessarily the, the more operative. Yeah, like once you actually have it um, properly finished, this is the sort of thing that you will probably be looking to do anyway. It doesn't make a lot mm-hmm. of sense to me not to record the now because like, I, <clears throat> I wish that I, I, wish had, that I had recordings of when I was working my ideas, ideas out. Because... Same, same. Like, like, it's, 
I can only say so much about it now, but to be able to hear someone work through an apparent problem teaches you a little bit about how that is done. And that's something that lay people need to learn. For sure. Mm -hmm. No, I actually, I actually accept those arguments. Nice. And where you're at with it, Dark Master, is it's a really, I think, compelling uh, curiosity space for, for most wait, people. That can. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You guys didn't agree with me. Therefore, you are against me as a person. <laughs> <laughs> you, you must hate me as a human being. And <laughs> yes. How, how dare you try to help me? Fuck you. <laughs> But dude, it's it's a really interesting space that you are writing from because the whole document, I think, is it's a necessary bridge. Have you looked at it recently, Matt? No, last week maybe. Did you look at it when I told you to, though? Uh, the, yeah, last week when you told me to, but not anytime recently. Ah, oh, dude, looks so good. All right, I'll I'll get on it after, or should I do it now? I reckon you should do it now. That's like what he wanted to do, right? Is like talk about yeah. it a bit. Let's pull that up here. Where did I put you? <laughs> Where did I put you? Get over here, you doc. Honestly, if I like do some introspection, I wonder if some of it's just being a little self-conscious. Some of it, uh, yeah, that's the impression I got, man. I have the same thing though, and I Matt has called me on it, and I still haven't fully. Uh, risen to the occasion to do exactly what like, I'm proposing we all do right now. Yeah, but like if it so if it is like being self conscious, it's like it's a weird it's like a weird type of uh, thing to be self conscious about. If true, right? Because like it's no, because not, I feel it, it's like, not it's not being like self conscious about like being wrong about like some particular detail in the moment it's more like it's it's more like being self-conscious that you're putting yourself out there in a state where like you're not like you're, you're putting yourself out there in a state where like it's sort of it's sort of harder for you to it's it's sort of harder for you i guess to i i i don't i i i don't want to say like talk about ideas but more like establish them because it's like mm. it's it's like it's 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 like sort of like when when you are trying to like when you are sort of trying to come from a position of like you you lack like a belief in a night uh you lack a belief in an idea when you try to come from a position of you lack a belief in an idea mm -hmm. um it's there is like there there is like some difficulty i think because i i'm not sure that people i'm not sure that in a sense people like find said idea as as precisely okay as precisely what do you mean i'm it's it's difficult because like i'm trying to find the words to are you saying can i, me, I 
Yeah, you go, yeah, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, no, let no, me no, just no, try no, this no, real no, quick. No. Are you saying that, like, it's possible that other people will not value it as precisely as you're valuing it? I thought what he was saying was maybe that it damages your credibility a little bit to uh, put it out into the world when it's not finished. That too. I could see that too. But I think that, like, I think that it's... Uh, I, I, then, well, okay, so I think, no, no, no. So I think that that's, like, th that may be, like, a more ultimate point. But, like, I'm talking less about... I'm like talking less about that. Like I'm talking less about like the conclusion and more like a part of that, right? Okay. And I'm having trouble like thinking of like the best way to describe that. <clears throat> Give it another shot. Yeah. So the process of trying to determine certain ideas within a huge variety of like ideas you could choose mm -hmm. is stunting in so far as it is to find the ideas that you actually accept like that that's that process is overwhelming and because it's overwhelming i think it makes it difficult to present myself in a way that's sufficient to maintain credibility to an extent I think I, that might be like a better way to put it. Point, yeah. Which I'm so, not. So, I, I'm not. Which like may just be. I, I mean, it may just be more of a human thing. I have to accept, but. I think that um, part of the thing that I practice is um, trying to be as open about my mistakes and shortcomings and like wherever I don't have information and all of that because. I think that the average person appreciates it when you tell them what you don't know and when you tell mm -hmm. them things that you're unsure about because it shows that you don't think you know everything and that you are working it out too and that it is okay to be wrong. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yep, that's good I'm stuff. Just, right, right. No, 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 I, I don't disagree with that. It's more like... It's, 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 I guess it's more like the process of actually like developing um developing ideas i think people tend to like respect far less and well, it's weird it's can, can i just say this to you it's extra weird for me to be talking about appearance since i usually shit on like people that focus on appearance over substance but i think that this goes to show right that like even you shit on them you kinky bastard <laughs> yeah even people that recognize like it's better to focus on substance above appearance. Like, I think that there's like traits in people like inherently that still make them, that still make them value like appearance, even if they try to get away from a lot of that as what much as they you... can. And some of that, I'm not saying appearance is invaluable, but like, no, but, no, I, I, I'm, I'm saying that like people have inherent traits, like for can't... example, being defensive that like make them value that in, in like Look. a way that's irrational. No, I don't I don't necessarily accept that. I think it's possible to value appearance in a substantive way. Mhm. Mm no, 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 I'm not arguing against that. That's that's what I tried to make a point against earlier. I'm saying that like for people to value appearance in a non-substantive way is something they're predisposed to because they are people. 
Um, yeah, I would agree with that, but if you practice, then it's, you can, like, circumvent that. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, I think I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that if I'm sucking right now, that's probably why I'm sucking. Okay, well, yeah, well, I accept that. Here's okay, one of the cool. things that I think is kind of at least presenting itself to my mind. Hi, Cross. Uh, I'm trying to explain how much I suck, which may also <laughs> be an argument for how much I don't suck, but it's an argument for how much I suck insofar as describing what I think. Well, I mean, See? you suck at least five penises a day, so it's, uh, you know, it's not a small amount. No, I don't, because that, because that is gay. G-H-E-Y. Are you saying no homo? <laughs> Listen to me, right? You have gay sex, but you say no homo. That negates the act that you just... <laughs> that, I can't argue with that. It's inarguable. See, I have defeated yeah. you, and we have it on recording. The syllogistic king over here. Check him out. All right, man. So, Dark Master, I I see, uh, I see a lot of these um, similar patterns of what I probably still struggle with in, in many ways. But like, let me put it in a somewhat metaphoric sense that when you are at least in this you know, recorded moment, kind of slowly feeling out the dark in your subconscious. Like it's as though you're stepping so that you don't step off an edge and then fall and then come to some bottomless pit of experience that you're not willing to experience in public. But there's another, there's another level to that, right? It's like, also, he is, like, talking about how he's walking along the edge. And yeah. it's uh, confronting if, in talking about it with someone else, you figure out that you actually fell off the cliff and didn't realize it. Right. Which is, like, that's what I think Matt's point about, like, being able to kind of acknowledge the points that we know and don't know. And to use those spaces where we agree we don't know as yeah, almost like I'll definitely try. I'll definitely try. I just think it's like ultimately useful to like have this discussion as a prerequisite. It is, man. And this helps us all flesh out the way that we are going to kind of dialogue through all this because I personally don't have much of a taste for di for debate and I try to evolve or elevate the debate into a dialectic where it's so all weird, parties right? Pursue because, a truth. Like, it, yeah, it's weird, though, because, like, with me, like, in my personality, I'm usually aggressive as fuck, but, like, lately, ever since I've, like, come here, like, I've been considerably less aggressive than I usually am. It's good, <laughs> man. I feel the same way. I kind of almost get a little bit of a therapeutic. I mean, to be fair, I'm, like, the proxy for being aggressive. <laughs> yeah, like, you almost give us a little bit of a metric where I'm like, okay, cool. Now I get to see... Like, he's not, he's not like, Vlad levels of aggressive, but he's, like, still pretty aggressive. I don't have any problem with aggression, especially in the male of our species. It's, like kind of a part of the biological structures we're yeah, inhabiting. Part of the problem is that like all of the other males are competing in some sense mm -hmm. and um, not many of them know how to compete properly. And yeah, it I, I look at it like very differently. So I look at it like there is like behavior, right? Uh -huh. And then like... Well, 
is that behavior i know i know right a crazy thing to say behavior exists <laughs> i kind of i kind of so, accept it you so behavior I... so like behavior exists and does the behavior conform Dude, you can't just to, like... insist on your presuppositions eh? <laughs> hey, okay okay H- hold on H- hold on and sync just your mom's a whore uh oh. um so yeah behavior exists it's just not a chapel yeah. Is the be- like, does the behavior is the behavior acceptable within my ethical model? And like, m- like a lot of aggression is right. Like a lot of experiences of aggression are allotted for within my ethical model. So mm-hmm. that that's basically how I accept it. And then, as as far as like what I value, like if if somebody is in the state of aggression, but like they're also doing it well when i say doing it well i mean like the substance of what they're saying as well then yeah like whatever that's like, so that's, that's fine. and, and the, the substance so like the model like the model allows for like the aggression in this sense and then like the value i perceive is like the discussion itself i would say that's like aggression tempered by truth yeah but i'm saying that i value the truth Good, because that's what we all do. Do you guys know the movie Interstellar? Yep. Okay, so you know when um, the main character, I forget his name, he's asking uh, the robot what his honesty settings are at, and the robot mm-hmm. responds like 95%. He's like, all right, mm-hmm. let's, uh, let's dial it back to 90. <laughs> so, like, he just tells him like, that's a little too honest, let's bring it back a bit. Yeah, yeah. There, um, that's what I mean essentially by value system preferences, that you have a self-awareness of how your ethical model or your uh, perceptive model or however yeah, you want to frame I, it. I, I, I just hold mean up, this but, in the sense... Hold up. I know. I'm not talking about what you mean. I'm oh, stating okay. a little something that I think we all might be able to use, which is that like the way that we can kind of request of each other, like, hey, man, I like what you're saying, but like it might be... Your percentage is maybe at 75 and it should be at 70. And uh, I think that it should be at 70 because X. And we start to formulate ways of structuring the way that we're all self-evaluating. And an objective, kind of inner subjective, I don't mean objective, sorry. An inner subjective model will emerge out of that, that we'll all be in, begin to start to pattern off of. But, but and, I'm a disagreeable piece of shit, though. But we should find a way that we can install disagreeableness in some way into this. Because, like, I'm, I'm essentially using the paragon. Disagreeableness.exe. Uh-huh. <laughs> that what? <laughs> like, we just call um, it cuntness.exe. Yeah. No, 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 no. Cuntness is like. So, so if this okay, if disagreeableness <laughs> the essential is like nature the process. Hold on, hold on. If disagreeableness <laughs> is the process, right? Then, like, cuntiness is like that that's like the theme you download for like the interface <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude but that's what i'm saying like that we're if we use kind of a little bit of computer speak with it there's there's going to be some way that we all can start to dial it in a bit yeah no i definitely agree but yeah like my my problem is not really ever dark master with your uh with the things that you're saying because i think that you personally are coming into your own voice and the way that you're going to speak what this i I perceive it as a bridge your document and i see it as a bridge that could lead 
additional people that didn't realize they had a preference for truth mm-hmm. at a high standard. Yeah, I definitely, that's how I 